Welcome to the Thriving Faith Podcast, where we believe the Bible is true in its entirety and are here to equip Christians with biblical insights to live a Christ-like life. We inspire you to flourish in every area of your life, mind, body, and soul, to grow in the Word and closer to God, no matter what season you're in. Go ahead and listen in to embark on this life-changing journey to thrive as a Christian. Welcome back to day seven of the Proverbs Day Challenge, where we aspire to grow in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the Lord as we read through the book of Proverbs. And today we're reading through chapter seven, and I'm reading from the New Kingdoms version. So we usually first read through and I give outstanding snippets, deeper understandings and details, and things that stood out for me. And it reads, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and leave, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. Verse 6, for the window of my house, I looked through my lattice and saw among the simple. I I perceived among the youths a young man devoid of understanding, passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. And there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay at home. At times she was outside, at times in the open square, lurking at every corner. She, so she caught him and kissed him. With an impudent face, she said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows, so I came out to meet you. Diligently to seek your face, and I have found you. I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with mar, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Let us delight ourselves with love, for my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him, and he will come home on the appointed day. With her enticing speech, she caused him to yield. With her flattering lips, she seduced him. Immediately, he went after her, as an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks, till an arrow struck his liver, as a bad hastens to the snare. He did not know it. It would cost his life. Now, therefore, listen to me, my children. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths, for she has cast down many wounded, and all who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. Hmm. This is pretty interesting. It sounds like a very strong rebuke and warning to a son. And honestly, I can see from Solomon's point of view, you've had 700 wives and 300 concubines. The last thing you want is your son to walk in these footsteps because I'm sure he saw the good and bad of having that many women in his life. And also the downfall of what that looks like is looks like straying away from God. Some of the women brought in idolatry. Some of the ladies 
just started up different brought in their different customs into his house so from this man's point of view his wounds and his lessons he definitely doesn't want his son to go through this again and we see that this chapter starts off as many as the other chapters with parental caution to the son to keep the father's commands and the first one that stands out for me is verse 4 it says say to wisdom you are my sister and call understanding your nearest kin and this shows how close we ought to keep wisdom and understanding closer to us because that gives us a better and simple life like we saw i think in chapter three it tells us the advantages of having knowledge and understanding and wisdom and there are also times when we foolishly think we are smarter than god especially if we are to make like those small details of oh we have to move a house before we even consult god is this the house that you have for us like small little things it may not necessarily be a house but small little things like that we think oh i got this you know and you, some people just even say, oh, mine is a special case. I can deal with it. And we hear these things over and over again from fellow Christians. And we often see the tragic consequences for these decisions that they make without God. Or, the, or how fast they go downhill without having to involve God, to trust God in his way, or wait on God. And so writing the commandments on our hearts just to make it part of our life, to obey and keep the commandments of God. In the small details, in the big details throughout the day, it makes a very, very huge difference in our walk with the Lord. And also verse 5 says that knowledge, wisdom and understanding, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. And Solomon here is telling the sad not to stay away from wisdom and understanding, but to hold it dear and close it to his heart that he may flee from the immoral woman. We all know what it means like for, to have like wrecked marriages. We have heard about them. We have seen of them. Some of them, some of us have grown from dysfunctional homes because of different kinds of sin. So here wisdom and understanding shields you from that. And verse 60, 27, the title in... The New Kingdom's Passion says the crafty harlot. And it gives you ways how crafty this immoral woman is. She knows what she's doing to lead you astray. She has like her whole plan laid out. And from what we read, we see she tells you, oh, I made the bed. I got Egyptian linen, which was very expensive then and very rare, which is still rare right now to get Egyptian linen, bed sheets and all that stuff. And... She's like telling him how the bed is prepared, you know, lowering him in. And the another word for hallowed is prostitute. And here we see she's very carning and she's very crafty in her ways. And the same way that is how the devil is. The devil is so cunning to lure us away from God at every single opportunity. Be it a decision at work, be it at home, be it in our marriages with our spouses. There's always... It feels like the devil is always looking for that small little window to get in and lead us away from God. And for the singers listening to this, honestly, I encourage you, especially if you're a girl, 
I have personally seen men that say, if you find a man that tells you as a girl that he loves you to persuade you to give into his advances, then suddenly he's not acting out of love. That is just the deal breaker. It is what it is. That is selfish lust. To understand the difference between love and lust, I would really advise that you read 1 Corinthians 13. It gives a whole dis, uh, understanding, description of what love is and how God and Christ have loved us. And I I can say I have been that girl. I have been that single girl who has lied to you with the lines of, how will I know you love me if we don't have sex? Oh, and then they go ahead and guilt trip you with, oh, maybe you're having it with someone else, right? <laughs> Things like that. And also the lines of, oh, what is wrong with having sex? After all, we're going to get married, you know? And let me tell you this. I didn't end up marrying any of those men that told me all those lies. I didn't. I didn't. And I know at this point, I don't regret. But I hope that no one ever makes that those mistakes again. I just hope that we can all use our testimonies, our downfalls for the greater good. And, you know, I encourage anyone to just hold on to what the Bible says. And for all those men that lasted and told me all these lies, I did not get married to them. I am married to the man who waited for six months to take me on a date because he had made a commitment with the organization with God to serve him for six months without distraction. And he ends up finding me. So it took him six months of having to finish his commitment of serving the Lord to finally take me on an official date. We prayed together. We laughed together. We, I fasted. There was a lot of things. And it was very, it was one of those relationships that I would have said, I can look back and say, I could have waited for this. It is so worth it. And here we are, <laughs> five years married, and we're making five years in a week. So it is one of those things. Just stick to what the Bible says. It saves you a lot of trouble. It saves you a lot of heartache, a lot of back and forth denials and, you know, rejection when it feels right, when it is in God's will, when it is, when you're loved the way you deserve to be loved. And... I hate to be the one to break it to you, but you need to flee. You need to flee from youthful lusts. Second Timothy 2.22 says that. And this is also one of, la- of the last warnings of Solomon concerning illicit sexual relationships. And in Second Timothy, Paul was telling Timothy to flee from youthful lusts because they lead you downhill than build you up. When you find the love that you so much desire and deserve, it feels different. It feels that you're not just fighting for this man, but the Lord is fighting for you and uniting both of you. And as Christians, let's be aware of the crafty hallowed if there are any men listening to this podcast, let's be aware of the crafty women, the crafty relationships and dubious ways and things that we do. And also, let's just be aware. Be aware and be girded from the devil's tricks and lies. And let's keep God's word close to our hearts. Let's read his word. Keep it close to our hearts. Trust in him. Just seek his will wholeheartedly. 
and seek discernment for what true love is and what true love looks like. And if you're already married, true love looks like loving as Christ loved the church. You can also read First Corinthians and get some pointers from there, even if you're married. And let us not be the hallowed, those that are still single or even you're married. Let's not be the hallowed because we see here the hallowed was married. She was married, but, you know, persuading other men into that. Let's not be that by committing adultery. Let us stay away. Let us flee from all this lust. And hope this inspired you and encouraged you in your walk with the Lord. And hope to see you tomorrow for day eight. And don't forget to follow us on here. Share with all your friends and invite them to join us on these 31 days to grow knowledge, wisdom, and understanding as we read through the book of Proverbs. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Imelda Yanaziato, and get yourself some Bible supplies from Thrive in Faith Co. Still on Instagram. See you tomorrow.